This episode of the Fun Palace Radio Variety Show, music from Vivek Shreya, Lisa Bozikovich, and Gabe Levine, career advice from a self-identified career expert, and the penultimate chapter of the mysterious death of WB. Once again, I am Cedric Littlewood, composer of music for science documentaries, old-time radio guy, and the producer and host of the Fun Palace Radio Variety Show podcast. Every so often, a manila envelope is mysteriously hand-delivered to my door, containing a thumb drive with audio and text files, and the occasional notes or instructions for me, which I then transform into a new episode of this podcast and upload it as requested by the enigmatic Fun Palace. Someone wrote to ask me about the identity of the Fun Palace and why I haven't tried to call the Fun Palace. My only contact is the notes and audio files sent to me. I assume that Jacob Zimmer, steward of the Fun Palace, has something to do with it. At least, that's the only name I know that is associated with any kind of administration there. I'm not sure if that's Mr. Zimmer's full-time employment, and he is mysterious about the identity of any of the higher-ups. Later in this episode, there is actually a message from Mr. Zimmer and the Fun Palace that they've asked me to include in this podcast. In the very first manila envelope I received, there was certainly an implication that this mystery was their preferred method of communication, which I'm okay with, really. Dealing with clients and humans is the least favorite part of working for me, so I quite like being here in my cave, sending out the variety into the world. I apologize if that doesn't solve the mystery, but perhaps we all need to learn to live with a bit more mystery. Yikes, I sound like them now. All right, to clear the air, let's listen to a beautiful song by Toronto writer and singer Vivek Shreya. Recorded live at Buddies in Bad Times Theatre. Happy 35th birthday, Rhubarb. When I fall in love It won't be forever Or I'll never fall in love In a restless world like this is Love is ended before it's begun And too many moonlight kisses Seem to cool in the warmth of the sun When I give my heart 
It won't be completely Or I'll never give my heart And the moment when I feel that You feel that way too Is when I fall in love with you And the moment when I feel that You feel that way too Is when I fall in love That was Vivek Shreya singing When I Fall in Love. Now, you may have noticed at the beginning he says, Happy Birthday Rhubarb. Before you start worrying about his mental health, I can assure you he was not speaking to a garden vegetable. He was performing at the 35th annual Rhubarb Festival of Short Plays, a popular theatre event in Toronto every February. Apparently, this festival is named in tribute to the practice of rhubarbing where voice actors are recorded providing background chatter. And in the old days, this would involve repeating the word rhubarb over and over, so that the listener doesn't perceive and be distracted by any recognizable words. Other than rhubarb, I guess. The Fun Palace enjoys call-in shows, and I've been enjoying them also. Though I wish to caution against actually following any of the on-air advice, as I suspect it's best for satirical purposes rather than actual career advancement. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Ontario Today. I'm your host, Jacob Zipperman. Today's topic, second careers, and I'm extremely excited to have a very special guest today, career counselor Elaine Groben, in the studio all hour to take your calls on the subject. Hello, Elaine. Hello, Jacob. So happy to be here. We'll be taking your calls in just a moment, but before we do, I'd like to ask a few questions myself. So, Ms. Groben. Elaine, please. Um, Okay. Elaine, career counseling, what led you into this line of work? Oh, that's a great question. Um, Well, both my parents had careers, so I guess I grew up around them and uh, developed a great comfort with careers at an early age. Huh. I was also drawn to this line of work because of its duality. Uh, It both offers a career to me and potential careers to others. Ah, and more and more adults are being forced to shift careers midlife these days. Yes, Jacob, so many jobs are becoming obsolete these days. Fact checkers, scribes, mail carriers, Hmm. critical thinkers, radio hosts. You never know what will be next. So, on that note, uh, let's start taking some calls. Are you changing careers? Need some advice? Call in and Elaine will see what she can do to help. All right. We've got our first caller, Kevin from Ajax. You're on the air. What's your, what's your career question today? Hi there, Jacob. Uh, hi, Elaine. 
my name's Kevin, uh, and I, I graduated two years ago uh, with a bachelor's degree in English and, and uh, communications. Since then, I've been, you know, I've been focusing on a series of unpaid internships to uh, build up job experience, and I've been having trouble making the leap to professional work. Have you got any suggestions? Oh, good question. Hi, Kevin. Hi. So these internships, they've been unpaid? Yeah, exclusively, Well, yeah. that is great. In today's job market, being willing to work at that low a price point makes you an extremely appealing uh, employee to potential employers. Okay, right, but the pay isn't so much low, is it? Exactly. Okay, here's an idea. Have you considered a career as a volunteer? Uh... Because my research has shown that there's a desperate need for volunteers in all sectors of the workforce these days. I I really want to move out of my mom's basement. That's Um, great advice, Elaine. Thank you for your call, Kevin. It's true about volunteers. Really invaluable, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, uh, next caller is Sylvia from Kenora. Sylvia, you there? Yes, hello, Jacob. Hello, Uh, what's your question today? All right, well, um, I am, was, am... I was a government research scientist with a speciality in FOMA, and uh, for the last 15 years, I've been working on a project that would save Inction. Um, recently, though, the funding my team and I were relying on has been completely t- uh, So, um... Any suggestions on where else I could use my extensive skills? Oh, this is a great question. These days, scientific research is really a dwindling industry. Yeah. Employment trends just seem to suggest that we, you know, humans, uh, we figured everything out. Uh, so well, for that reason, research no. doesn't hold the same weight or importance it once did. That said, the financial sector continues to stay strong. You know about inflation? Of course. Right. So prices are increasing, which means there's uh, more money in the world. More money means more people are required to manage it, you know, loan it around, take little chunks out of it here and there, stuff like that. So if you can use that big old science noggin of yours, to get your head wrapped around some of that stuff, I think you'd be in pretty good shape. Uh, uh, okay, that, that's just not at all the kind of science that I do. <laughs> well, not with that attitude. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure I'm following your... Right, thought. and who knows? I mean, you might make enough in finance to fund your own little side science projects. Right, and maybe you can go yourself. Wow, <laughs> what a firefly. <laughs> Thank you, Sylvia. Uh, wow, Elaine, I had no ideas that I had no idea that humans had almost figured everything out. I know it doesn't feel that much different than not having everything figured out, does it? <laughs> not at all. All right. Uh, next caller is Patrick from Hawkesbury. Patrick, you're on the air. Uh, hi, Jacob. First time caller, long time. Um, sorry. Uh, uh, excuse me, Patrick. Are yeah. you are you talking into a cup? Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> Okay, it happens a lot. Uh, we don't catch okay. everyone, but we try to. Could you just take the cup away from the from, from the microphone? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, is that better? Yeah, that's great. That's Thank okay. you, Patrick. All right, hi there, first time caller, long time listener. Listen, I'm a uh, small scale uh, subsistence beekeeper, or I was until my colony suffered a catastrophic collapse. Uh, I'm really at a loss as to what to do next. It's it's all I've ever done. Oh, yeah. that is. That's a really good question. Well, you know. I'm just going to interject here, if I might. Oh, please do. Uh, Just blue-skying, Patrick. Okay. Uh, But is there an industry in keeping wasps? Wasps? Um, Can they they be kept? Can they be be organized? Some 
some sort of bitter honey they make, or maybe maybe use their pelts for something. Wasp pelts? Um, you don't see a lot of bees around anymore, but I'll tell you, the garbage cans in my neighborhood are full of wasps. Oh, yeah, me too, wasps. me too. Well, I'm not going to come up with any better answer than that. Thanks for calling, Patrick. I don't think you... All right, thank you so much. Um, and we do have a special live audience tonight. Uh, and, and so let's see if, if anyone out there has a question. Um, maybe there, maybe there's someone out there is dissatisfied with their current career. Uh, they would like to change careers or maybe add three or four to make ends meet. Anyone? Um, anyone have questions out there in the live studio audience? We don't Actually, have the cup to, to make it really official, but... It's true, yeah. but, but if you're the out phone. there and you, and you have any dissatisfaction Anybody? with your current work you or, also feel or free to just a make question, something or up. you could just make something up yes. if you Absolutely. wanted to. I see a lady out here that looks really dissatisfied with oh. her career right now. Oh, oh yes? Okay. okay. We, 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 we will try to help. Um, hi. My hi, my there. name is Aurora. I'm from hi. Thunder Bay. Oh, hi, Aurora. Hi, Aurora. Thanks hi. for calling. Um, I'm an actor. Oh. oh sorry. Yeah. Um, I'm really dealing with feelings of um, low self-worth, uh, daily struggle with my purpose in life, uh, inability to feed my child or pay any bills. Um, I'm just wondering, uh, what else can I do? Okay, this is a very interesting uh, question. So you are in the arts. Yes. Okay, this is, this is incredibly interesting. So in the arts, sometimes when you're doing the job that you were trained to do, you feel unfulfilled, and yet teaching that job to younger people can be both fulfilling and more lucrative. Right. Now, I know that you have a child, but the thing is you have to not think about the people you're teaching and whether or not they will have a career and just enjoy the rewards of teaching them. Okay. Um, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Are there, is there any other calls out there? It is true. Teaching, teaching skills, even if those skills aren't usable, that's a really, it's a good way teaching to carry is so on the tradition. Fulfilling. It so is. fulfilling. You can also ask on behalf of a friend, someone you think isn't making enough yeah, money. Or, oh, yeah. oh, we've yeah. got, oh, we've we've got, got one more question. Yeah. Great. Yeah, a caller. Hi, so I'm basically, well, I'm like a nanny. Okay. Great. Um, so I have, but, um, so I take care of these kids. Are you from overseas? No, uh, they're my okay. own kids. Okay. Oh, they're my own kids. Oh. But I, um... I take care of them, yeah. and I, um, you know, I take them to school. I pick them up from school. I make them healthy lunches. I take them to parks. I listen to their problems. I do all those things, but I actually don't get paid, so I was just like wondering if that's right. All right, quick question. Does your partner make money? He's an actor. <laughs> <laughs> Is divorce and remarriage an option? Thank you. S- <laughs> I, again? For both of- Wait. Sorry. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Thank you so much. I, I have to go now. Bye. Okay. Wow. Those kids can be a lot. I love helping people. It's so great. And you're so good at it. Oh, thank you, um, Jacob. So, so thank you so much for everyone's calls. And, and, and thank you, Elaine. Oh, thank you, Jacob. And I just want to remind everybody, just get out there, pound the pavement, and smile like everyone's watching. That's great advice, Elaine. And, and, and I'll add to it, remember... There's always a new chance for a second chance. Thank you very much for listening. Join us tomorrow. That was the Fun Palace Players. In this case, Christopher Stanton, Susanna Fournier, Becky Johnson, Jacob Zimmer, sound designer Richard Farron, and music director Jonathan Ajemian. It was directed by Chris Earle.
Lisa Bozakovich is not only a singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, but also a community arts facilitator who empowers others to tell their stories through music. She's received wide critical acclaim from the Globe and Mail, Now Magazine, and CBC, traveled across Canada with Obiju, and played festivals such as Lanya Vanya in Newfoundland and Festival Folk du Québec. She has opened for Timber Timber, The Acorn, Jennifer Castle, Sandro Perry, and many more. The Fun Palace does seem to attract high-quality musicians from off the beaten path. Here we have Lisa performing her version of a song you may recognize. Did you hear me calling out your name? You know that I'm falling and I don't know what to say. I'll say a little louder, I'll even shout. You know that I'm proud and I can't get the words out. That was Lisa Bozakovich performing the classic Fleetwood Mac song Everywhere, originally written by Christine McVie. Next, we have a special appeal to all you listeners by Jacob Zimmer and the Fun Palace itself. I am including this recording exactly as it was sent to me. Hi there, I'm Jacob Zimmer, official steward of the Fun Palace Radio Variety Show. Thank you for choosing variety. While the Fun Palace is, etymologically, a palace, it does not collect taxes, nor hoard silver out back. The Fun Palace needs your patronage to keep bringing you music of the uncommon, beautiful sort. The mix of new, old, and future stories from the Fun Palace players, the questions in the dark, and all the special visits from special guests. We've launched a Patreon campaign to keep us going. You can find it at funpalace.ca or by searching for Fun Palace on patreon.com. 
The way Patreon works is that you pledge an amount of money per podcast that we release, say 10 or 2 or $1,000 per episode, whatever is affordable to you. You can put a limit on the amount per month, though we won't be going over two episodes a month for now. Supporting the podcast means not only can we keep Cedric in the manner to which he's accustomed, but also that we can do our live shows, which then leads to more podcasts in a magic cycle of life. Concretely, though, because it's not actually magic, your support means we can continue to find the smartest, funniest Fun Palace players, bring them together to write new material, rehearse and practice, and perform live with affordable tickets for everyone. Then we edit, produce, and release these new podcasts, thereby providing a corner of the internet in the world that believes that good ideas are entertaining and that we all deserve variety. Again, it's funpalace.ca or by searching funpalace on patreon.com. Thank you so much for your support. And now, back to Cedric. Well, uh, I will say that I too am in favor of the Fun Palace continuing and am grateful and appreciative of all the support you can give. Now, the penultimate episode of The Mysterious Death of W.B., When we left our hero, the well-meaning alcoholic ex-private detective Gabriel Novus, he was being shot at by a creepy German, something quite common in the early 1940s when the story is set. Ladies and gentlemen, the Fun Palace players are proud to present Chapter 8 of The Mysterious Death of W.B. We return you to 1941 and Gabriel Novus, the retired detective following Benjamin's path through the mountains to Spain. I threw myself to the left. I couldn't see him, but I could hear him. The same voice that had knocked me out in Paris. El Novus, I told you I'd be in touch. Yeah, what's wrong with a telegram? <laughs> no such luck. You almost succeeded with your closing shop. But eventually, everyone passes through Marseille, don't they? Of all the gin joints in all the towns in the world, as they say. Not yet, Anne Novus. Ah. You should write that down, though. Okay. You've earned your hundred francs. Thank you for your aid in this matter. I should have known those two earnest kids back in Paris wouldn't have that kind of cash. You are Gabriel Novus, private detective? You retired to Paris to sell books. Do you know of a critic named Walter Benjamin? There's a matter of a manuscript. Our apologies, Mr. Novus, but we're quite desperate. A hundred francs, that's a large deposit. Is cash acceptable? I had been played. And played well. (laughs) No time to dwell on it. From what I could hear, he was circling to my right. I wanted him to keep talking. If he kept talking, I might find out what this was all about. And talking people are terrible shots. Hey, what did you want from Benjamin anyway? What he knew, or thought he knew. Yeah, did you get it? I never got an answer to that question. I saw him coming around the tree and I shot from the hip. His bullet ended up with its companion in the tree. My bullet ended up in his chest. <laughs> wow. I looked at the corpse in the woods. We can cut out the wow, right? (laughs) That's good. Thank you. Thank you. I looked at the corpse in the woods. It was the mousy man from Marseille and Port Vaughan. 
I found no notebook or any other identifying papers, but it was the same man I had seen before, which meant that he knocked me out in Paris, and then he had been following me since. I wasn't sad he died, but, you know, there was a bit of a personal connection in that. I was no further ahead than before, except I had killed a man. Not something I took any pleasure in. There was a war going on, so I wasn't alone in this, but still. The rest of the trip took almost five hours. Occasionally, I had to scamper on all fours up steep hills. It was hard to imagine Benjamin making this climb. On the whole, though, it was better than taking the train. It was dusk when I entered Port Boo. Benjamin died in this hotel, so I decided to visit here first. Besides, I really needed a drink. Uh, excuse me, ma'am. May, may I speak to the owner? You're looking at her. Or might as well be. The place is named after me. All right. First off, I'd like to get a room. Okay. You register with the police yet? No, I just got into town. Where you going? America. You got all the papers in order for that? Yeah. You're gonna have to register with the cops first, darling. We insist on it. Look, I assure you that everything is in order. All right. Don't they all, sugar? Your assuring doesn't mean a thing. You don't stay here till a cop says so. And why is that? Because it is, sweetie. They got strict rules, so we got strict rules. Comprende? Sure. That's fine. I'll get right on that. You do. I'll see you later. So I put off the drink I so badly needed and decided to go see the authorities first. Ah, I could see why a man might want to kill himself staying here. Judge Nieto agreed to see me. He looked over my papers, which were in order, and wrote me a little note for the charming hotel manager. Hey, thanks, Judge. Listen. You don't happen to know anything about a foreigner who died here about a week ago, do you? Benjamin was his name? Oh, Mr. Walter, yes. Yeah, I dealt with that case. He was only buried yesterday. Modernity, the time of hell. What is at issue is not that the same thing happens over and over, much less is it a question of eternal return, but rather that the face of the world, the colossal head, is precisely what is newest. That never changes. This newest remains in all respects the same. This constitutes the eternity of hell and the sadist's delight in innovation. He was a friend of mine. Oh. Can you tell me how he died? Uh, well, I believe the doctor... Uh, yeah, here it is. Cerebral hemorrhage. So oh. natural causes. Yeah. Oh, when I was called, he was lying... Peacefully on his bed, completely dressed. Did he have anything with him? Yeah. Yeah, no, he did. I can I can get those items for you if you'd like. Um, did, did you say you were family? I, I didn't. Oh, that's, that's too bad. Otherwise, I could just give the items to you. I'm a, I'm a distant cousin. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we've got a pocket watch. It's gold with a gold chain. Oh, that's quite nice, really. That's quite chic. Large brown briefcase, oh. uh, his passport, no, can... some x-rays, Sure, can you go back to... six passport photos. Oh, he's got, he's got his eyes closed in those ones. Right, yeah. Some papers. Just about the... Here they are. Oh, I believe he had some francs. You might want those. Oh, but they're being used to pay for the burial sure, in the yeah. hotel and a lot of medical expenses. Yeah, is there any chance I could see the briefcase? It's a little 
little irregular. Sure. But, you know, I, I don't see why not. Thank you so much. I was trying to sound calm. After all this, some judge in some small town was just going to hand me Benjamin's manuscript over a desk. And that concludes Chapter 8 of The Mysterious Death of W.B. Will Novus find the missing manuscript? Will Benjamin's last wish be fulfilled? Find out in a little bit. Well, we're getting close, though I note he still is dead. A reminder that you can find out more about anything you hear here at funpalace.ca. And please do consider being a patron of the Fun Palace. You can become a sort of modern-day Lorenzo de' Medici. I need the work, and I rather enjoy it, so I'd like to keep meeting you this way. We close with a traditional song sung by Gabe Levine, Ivy Marie, and Martha Farquhar MacDonald, who have graced us with their presence on a previous podcast. Until next time, this is Cedric Littlewood signing off. So for our standard, since Jacob said a standard, I thought, well, let's do this song that I brought to the Kip and Kin Choir. It's about as standard as you get. It's from the 17th century, and it's called, uh, it's called John Barleycorn. And it's a, well known, a very well-known tune um, about uh, a murder, let's say, but a particular kind of murder. And um, what to say about this song? It's either a totally amazing pagan folk song or it's an antiquarian fake. And either way, it's great. Uh, so this is, this is a, from the arrangement uh, by The Young Tradition, which was a terrific uh, British vocal trio active in the 60s. And we'll try it out for you.
they've sent men with scythes so sharp to cut him off at me. And then poor Johnny Barleycorn, they served him barbarously. Choicest grain that air was grown on land. It will do more than any grain by the turning of your hand. Thank you for listening. The Fun Palace gratefully acknowledges the support of the Toronto Arts Council for this project and just generally. You can find the Fun Palace at funpalace.ca or wherever good podcasts are found. Go forth. Have fun. Multiply variety. Multiply variety.